Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Pipsticks. If you are looking for a unique, practical gift, then Pipsticks is it. They sell the most unique stickers and stationery. You buy your favorite kids some stickers and stationery and you say, now we can mail each other letters. And the next thing you know, you've got a pen pal. I use letter writing to keep in touch with my nieces and it's great. Click the link in the show notes and find the perfect gift from Pipsticks. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Ezra from St. Albert, Alberta, Canada, who just turned five years old. And on the morning of his fifth birthday, he woke up to find he was 50 feet tall. Overnight, he had turned into a giant. His arms and legs so long, they stuck out of the windows of his house. Ezra, I hope you had a happy birthday and good luck finding a place to sleep now that you are huge. Sisters Lila and Sophie were recently reunited with their cat named Goose. What Goose couldn't tell you was that it was on a top-secret mission with Dropkick and Captain Pooper. Did you know you were the owners of a ninja cat? Have you seen him do any ninja stuff like flip around and fight squirrels? Keep an eye out, you two, and you might catch him in the act. And thank you for the incredible drawings, Lila and Sophie. I absolutely love them. Felix is an artist whose drawings come to life which makes me a little worried since he submitted drawings of the red dragon, a magic mirror, and a tree beast. Felix, you're going to need to draw some heroes to go along with those villains, otherwise you're in for the fight of your life. Thanks for sharing your artwork, Felix. Joseph and Sebastian are narwhal brothers currently migrating off the coast of Greenland, and in the light of a full moon, they are transformed into two human brothers who live in San Pedro, California. It sounds like a pretty wild life you two lead, and I'm glad you found the time to submit those drawings. They are awesome. Luca from Melbourne, Australia, uses his animal-speaking abilities to command an army of ring-tailed possums. I'm not sure what he has the possums do exactly, but I hope it's good. And thanks for that fantastic drawing, Luca. And finally, Jesse from Woburn, Massachusetts, can be found howling at the moon on the wild nights he turns into a werewolf. But don't worry, citizens of the Northeast, he's a good werewolf. Thanks for listening, Jesse. Last time on Stella's Journey, 
Our group of heroes was watching as the entire Red Pirate crew, all 300 of them, were storming up the road from the docks. The heroes couldn't take on all the pirates, but Stella had a plan. She waved everyone over and they quickly huddled up and listened. All right, everyone, I've got a plan, Stella began. You've got, like, other dojos and heroes on the island, right? Definitely, answered Momo, but they're all too far away to get here in time. If someone can point out their locations on this map, Stella pulled out the map they used to get to power up, then I can teleport there and then teleport the heroes back here with me. Then I can do it again and again until all the island's heroes are here fighting with us. I'll go with you, said Momo. The heroes of the valley don't know you and certainly wouldn't agree to go with you if you just blipped out of nowhere and were like, hey, let me teleport you to some danger up in Little Village. Trust me, it's totally cool. I'm Ben Ben's sister. Well, first of all, I don't sound like that, said Stella. And second of all, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, hang on now, interrupted Ben Ben. Stella, the last time you teleported away, you... I, I mean, we... What if it happens again? What if you teleport away to some place? I mean, what if you can't control it? Stella realized that Ben-Ben had no idea of her travels. He had no idea how her powers had grown and her teleporting abilities had improved. Ben-Ben's memory of Stella's teleporting was bad. It was a bad memory, and of course he wouldn't want her to try it again. I mean, it's one thing to teleport pirates up into trees, continued Ben-Ben. I can't lose you again, Stella. You won't, Ben-Ben, said Stella. It's not like before. I've got complete control over my powers now, and I've got a little boost I've been saving for just such an emergency. Stella reached into her bag and pulled out some magic stones she'd been saving. Everyone looked on in surprise as the stones glistened and glowed in Stella's hands. You kept some magic stones, said Clover. I did said Stella, and I think they'll give me just the boost I need. We don't have time for this, said Momo. Those pirates will be up that hill in minutes. Here, hand me that map. Momo stood next to Stella and pointed out three different locations on the map. Here, uh, here, and here, he said. You think you can make those? I know I can, said Stella. Let's go. Stella closed her eyes to focus her magic, and in a flash, she and Momo disappeared. The heroes all looked a bit stunned, seeing Master Momo and Stella disappear so suddenly like that. Clover moved closer to Ben-Ben, putting a hand on his shoulder. She'll be back, said Clover. Trust me. Meanwhile, Stella and Momo blipped into sight among a ninja training grounds. Stella looked around and saw... Clowns? Momo, where are we? whispered Stella as the clowns silently began walking toward the heroes. Don't worry, said Momo, and he ran to the clowns. All right, clown ninjas, I know this is going to sound crazy, so here goes. This is Ben-Ben's sister, Stella. She's magic and has the power to teleport people, and she's teleported us here so we can teleport all of you up to Little Village where the entire band of red pirates are attacking the Valley Town ninjas as we speak, and if you don't come help out, we're doomed and there's no more time to explain, so what do you say? The clown ninjas all silently crowded around Stella and Momo, Stella was a little nervous about the whole thing. She didn't even know clown ninjas existed before about five seconds ago. One of the clown ninjas nodded its head and squeezed its clown nose. Honk. 
Momo was perhaps the most respected hero in the valley. Any other ninja would follow him wherever and whenever he asked. Momo turned to Stella and nodded his head. Stella closed her eyes once again and used her magic to blip herself and Master Momo and all the ninjas from the clown dojo back to Little Village. They popped into view just as the Red Pirates crested the hill and engaged the others in battle. The Red Pirate numbers were overwhelming. The clown ninjas were professionals, and as soon as they blipped into sight at Little Village, they pulled out their duck bombs and threw them into the crowd of pirates. These were smoke duck bombs, and they exploded into a huge cloud that caused the pirates to choke and cough and rub their stinging eyes. Stella, let's go, urged Momo, and again she used her magic to blip them to the next place on the map. This time they found themselves in another ninja dojo training area, but there was no one around. Momo, is everyone gone? asked Stella, looking around. Nope, said Momo. They're just really good at hiding. Ninjas, come on out, we really need your help. Slowly, the ninjas of the Southern Swamp's dojo crept into view. They were expertly hiding behind trees and training equipment and buildings. They were all right there close to Momo and Stella, but completely hidden. What do you need, Momo? asked one of the ninjas. Momo took a deep breath. I know this is going to sound crazy, so here goes. This is Ban-Ban's sister, Stella. She's magic and has the power to teleport people, and she's teleported us here so we can teleport all of you up to Little Village where the entire band of red pirates are attacking the Valley Town ninjas as we speak, and if you don't come help out, we're doomed and there's no more time to explain, so what do you say? Another member of the Southern Swamp's dojo nodded at Momo and said, Okay, let's go. Again, Stella used her magic to blip herself, Momo, and all of the Southern Swamp's ninjas up to Little Village. This time, she didn't waste a second. And as soon as they all blipped into view, she looked at the map and teleported herself and Momo to the third and final location. When Stella opened her eyes, she saw massive stones, 20, 30 feet tall, and they had doors and windows in them. There was an entire neighborhood of these stone houses. The sound of Momo's voice blasted through the air like a bullhorn. Wizards, witches, spellcasters, we need your help. At the sound of Momo's voice, a group of people came running and stood nearby, waiting to hear what all the hubbub was. What's all the hubbub, Momo? asked one of the witches. Tubes, all of you, listen up. I know this is going to sound crazy, so here goes. This is Ben-Ben's sister, Stella. She's magic and has the power to teleport people, and she's teleported us here so we can teleport all of you up to Little Village where the entire band of red pirates are attacking the Valley Town ninjas as we speak, and if you don't come help out, we're doomed and there's no more time to explain, so what do you say? Old Witch Tubes looked around at the other spellcasters of the rock fields and then turned back to Momo and said, well, let's go then. Stella teleported them all back to Little Village to an incredible battle. The Clown Ninjas, the Southern Swamps Ninjas, the Valley Town Ninjas, Stella's crew, and now the Wizards and Witches from the Rockfields fought bravely to defend the Valley from the entire Red Pirate Clan. Stella was so tired from her teleporting that she could barely stand. She stumbled to the porch of a nearby storefront and fell to the ground. Meanwhile, the battle raged on. The clown ninjas spun and flipped through the mess, attacking as one and laying waste to the evil pirates. The ninjas of the southern swamps snuck among the crowd, dashing in and out of combat, knocking out the pirates. 
And now magic blasts rocked the pirate army from all around as the spellcasters from the rock fields chipped in to do their part. Eventually, the battlefield quieted, and the red pirate army was nursing their wounds. The pirates lay all about Little Village, many of them already tied up by the ninjas. Stella was feeling better and sat up, watching the ninjas tie up the pirates. She walked over to where some heroes were standing, catching their breath. Momo looked upon the large group of defeated pirates, and he looked down near the docks where their many pirate ships floated on the water. Hey there, Captain Stella. Looks like you've got some more stolen pirate booty to return. And Momo gestured down to the docks at the many boats of the Red Pirates. Oh, no. Nope, not me. I'm taking a break from the sea. I'd much rather stay here on the island for a bit, said Stella. Or forever. And what about y'all? Momo asked the rest of Stella's crew. Before they could answer, Tatiana interrupted. Maybe you could be substitute ninjas, while me and Tim and Ray return all the stolen goods on those ships down there, said Tatiana. Oh, I call Captain, yelled Tim. You can't just call Captain, said Ray. I'll Rochambeau you for it. No need, boys, said Tatiana. I am obviously Captain Tatiana, but you can both share the title of first mate. That's a good idea, said Ben-Ben. You can all stay at the dojo until Tatiana, Tim, and Ray return. And then after that, if you want to stick around here in the valley, you can live at the academy. Stella's crew nodded in agreement. Clover said, Honestly, I think we're just glad to have a little peace for a while. And Stella added, And I'm just glad to finally be home. The End Thanks for listening, everyone. Check out the website for a fun drawing video based on this episode. And before I sign off, I'm going to share a few quick awesome shout-outs. Fletcher sent in an awesome drawing of Dropkick Kitty Cat. You're awesome, Fletcher. Graham, Charlie, and Meg enjoy the stories. Thanks for that drawing, Graham. You all are awesome. Heath Hankins sent in a great mermaid drawing. Thanks for that, Heath. You're awesome. Adios.